You are tuning in to the Milk Carton Series. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today we will be discussing the disappearance of Sarah Kenslow. Hey guys, welcome, welcome back to this podcast series. I decided to just jump on here before we get into this disappearance of Sarah Kenslow. Just to say, I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are staying inside. And I'm really praying for anyone suffering any financial loss or just just anything, period, to the point where it has uprooted your life. I know this is something very different for us all, and I'm just sending you all love and light. So Sarah Kenslow went missing on May 1st of 2001. She went missing from the Greensville, Texas area, and at the time of her disappearance, she was 14 years old. She was born on June 14th, 1986, and she is still missing, you guys. And what I found so ironic about her case is it's just one of those bizarre cases that you read. It's like, what happened to this individual and how do we not have any more information pertaining to their disappearance? That's what really struck me when I began to read her case. Sarah was last seen when she was dropped off at Greenville Middle School in her hometown of Greenville, Texas at 7.20 a.m. on May 1st, 2001. She did not attend any of her classes that day, and she ironically had plans to meet her friends at a local cemetery, and they were going to skip school together. When Sarah did not return home after school let out, of course, family reached out to the local law enforcement to report her missing. Police dogs traced Sarah's scent two blocks from the school, but then the trail ended. Her friends told her family and police that she was supposed to meet us at the local cemetery, but Sarah never turned up. A witness claims he saw Sarah inside an older model light blue Ford truck at around 3.30 p.m. that day on May 1st. The truck was near Sarah's school and was driven by a Caucasian male in his 30s. The man had dark brown hair and a pencil mustache. The witness stated that Sarah did not appear to be upset, nor was she trying to get out of the truck as if she was to be, you know, kidnapped or anything like that. Another witness states Sarah was seen at a phone booth in Cotto Mills, Texas after her disappearance. About a week after her disappearance, her 18-year-old boyfriend, Curtis Wayne Bell, was arrested and charged with aggravated sexual assault of a child. While investigating Sarah's disappearance, police discovered that they had been having a sexual relationship with Bell. It was apparently consensual, but Sarah was not of the legal age to give her consent. Sarah's parents did not allow her to date, but they knew of her relationship with Bell. He lives in Quanlin, Texas, and was one of the friends who was supposed to skip school with Sarah on the day of her disappearance. Sarah had been dating Belle for two months prior to her disappearance. She wanted to marry him, and she even wrote in her journal that she and Belle would run away to Mexico if her parents did not allow them to be together. Belle told law enforcement that he and Sarah did discuss running away, but it was never to be taken as something serious. It was more so to be joking manner because he knew that, of course, she was only 14 years of age. But 
When police started to dig a little deeper, police, of course, stated that Sarah did not take any extra clothes, her toothbrush, or her purse when she went missing. Police nonetheless believe she left on her own accord, and, and several of her friends actually failed polygraph tests in the connection with her disappearance. Bell and all of Sarah's other friends disclaim any knowledge of her whereabouts. Sarah was possibly seen in many different states throughout the years. As early as 2004, she was said to be in the British Columbia area. She was also reported to have cut her hair and dyed it brown. Her case is still unsolved and still classified as that of a runaway. Now, when I looked at this case and examined it, of course, there wasn't any new information that really has come out to really prove that Sarah is in those areas. Like, there hasn't been any concrete proof. Now, I do have two different theories that I do believe may have happened to Sarah. Number one being, I do believe she was on her way to meet her friends and maybe, just maybe, something got in the way. Maybe an individual who was watching her in this day. I mean, it is early, but crimes happen early. Like, it doesn't matter the time of the day. Crimes happen regardless because that's just how sick individuals are. And I'm wondering where the dog's found her scent I wonder if there was like woods nearby or something like that like I wonder you know more so of the area pertaining to where that scent was actually going especially because a witness states they seen her you know that same day in a car with the white male who had you know dark hair with the mustache so I'm really curious to know Maybe, maybe, just maybe she was kidnapped by someone on her way to meeting her friends. You know, that, that could just be something. But nonetheless, Sarah Kinslow is missing. She has been missing for over, what, two decades? We're in 2020, and she went missing in, you know, 2001. It just makes me sad because there has not been really any new information like I was reading on Reddit that there was I guess footage of Bell seen at the gas station with Sarah but he denied it I don't know how true that is that's why I didn't want to re- put it in but then I was like you know what no let's talk about it because just maybe he did do something to Sarah and it makes you wonder like what happened to her on that day you know, I really wish that there was more information pertaining to her disappearance, you know, and her mother has truly tried to keep her name alive. She has a Facebook page for her and then many other different websites have, you know, displayed Sarah's story. So that gives me a sense of hope, but it's so important that we discuss these stories and really dig into them. And I really do hope that someone picks up her story far as like law enforcement and taps into the disappearance like one of these shows because it's like been two decades like this is crazy and she's still missing and her family deserves to have the answers as to what happened to her on May 1st of 2001. So that is pretty much this episode guys and I'm just sending love and light to her family and hoping and praying that maybe just one day they will get the answers that they seek for the disappearance of Sarah Kenslow.
So guys, until the next Milk Carton series episode, I will see you guys. I hope you guys stay safe and sound during this virus outbreak.